Hi, welcome back. Thank you for being here. I know many of you are interested to hear about the BRICS Summit that started on August the 22nd in South Africa. It is scheduled to last three days and will be held from Tuesday until Thursday of this week. So in this video, I will share how the first day of the truly historical event went and the key takeaways. More than 60 states are in attendance. These are African countries as well as the bloc's members and those countries that have either applied or expressed their intention to apply to join the bloc. The United Nations delegation received the invitation and is in attendance. The main topics of the summit are the criteria for potential BRICS expansion. We know that it is on top of their list. They will also discuss ways to strengthen local currencies within the bloc. We'll talk more uh, about that in just a minute. And of course, the third key topic that they will focus on is their goal to develop a common financial payment system. The president of South Africa, Ramaphosa, serves as the chairperson of the summit this year. But before we begin, please make sure that you subscribe to my channel on YouTube and Rumble, like this video so more people see it, and make sure that you check out my free newsletter available on Substack. You will find these links below. So the BRICS leaders started the summit by addressing the most crucial global and regional problems that their nations face. It was mentioned that while they aren't ready to announce a common BRICS currency just yet, we all understand that it is premature to do so. Uh, of course, it was highly anticipated, but they will discuss the long-term prospects for creating a new reserve currency. One of the most notable perspectives used by the Global South leaders today um, to deliver their opening speeches was the idea that their goal, their main goal during the meeting is to address a variety of challenges um, to their corporation that they are facing. They want to solve those challenges rather than focus on confronting each other, which is definitely a step in the right direction no matter what. Uh, this, in my opinion, speaks volumes about their cautious approach to this new global unity that will undeniably challenge the existing world order. Um, it won't happen overnight, of course, uh, but judging from what they said and how these speeches and how they were delivered, it is clear that it is a long-term plan, not a rushed, ill-planned agenda that they're after. Each country does have its own objectives, um, but they acknowledge that they are driven by many common issues that they can only solve as a cohesive team. Now, let's take a look at the key takeaways from day one of the BRICS Block Summit. South African Minister of Public Works and Infrastructure highlighted that he sees the BRICS Block as an opportunity for the developing nations to promote trade and to cooperate on an equal footing without any other country 
truly dominating the partnership. This is an idea that was echoed by other world leaders who participated today. Uh, while that is, of course, a difficult goal to achieve, uh, with the biggest countries of the bloc naturally taking on more influential roles, that's definitely the goal that many leaders of smaller countries and those countries aspiring to join the bloc expressed previously. You might remember that last month, the president of Zimbabwe during the summit in Paris openly said to Western leaders, specifically the President Macron as well as others, that they seek equality as their primary goal. And of course, it is something that is very difficult to disagree with. Now, India's Prime Minister Modi delivered remarks today as well. He spoke about India's role within the bloc as well as uh, globally on the global arena and his vision for India's economic expansion. Modi said he wants to see India being, quote, the growth engine of the world as several ongoing projects have already showed positive results and he mostly referred to an increase in transparency and uh, the reduction of corruption. Vladimir Putin, who participated via video conference, of course, we all know that Lavrov was in attendance in person, but Putin announced that Russia is prepared to return to the grain deal in the event of a real fulfillment of obligations to the Russian side. He said he's committed to supplying free grain to the poorest African countries in the meantime. There is a brand new grain deal currently being prepared by Turkey, Russia, and Qatar, by the way. This is, of course, outside of the BRICS scope, but it is an interesting turn of events and an interesting development, in my opinion. Putin said that the members' transition to national currencies is irreversible, those are his words, and there is no turning back of the de-dollarization process. During the summit, he noted, they will discuss the transition process and they will also focus on the new development bank, or in other words, the BRICS bank, and that will serve as the source of capital for financing major projects. He emphasized that the share of trade in national currencies is increasing, it has been for a while, and that the share of trade in US dollars is on the decline. Watch. Прибавил 40,5% и составил рекордный 230, более 230 миллиардов долларов. А в первом полугодии текущего года, в сравнении с аналогичным периодом 2022 года, он вырос на 35,6%, до 134,7 миллиарда долларов. Отмечу и то, что доля стран объединения, в которых проживает более 3 миллиардов человек, достигла в мировом ВВП почти 26%, а по паритету покупательной способности пятерка обходит группу семи. Прогноз на 2023 год 31,5% против 30%. Набирает силу объективный, необратимый процесс дедолларизации наших хозяйственных связей. Предпринимаются усилия по отработке эффективных механизмов взаимных расчетов и валютно-финансового контроля. South African President Ramaphosa echoed previous speakers, stating that the BRICS bloc is now focused on developing and supporting trade 
within its member countries using their national currencies. That is their main goal. Again, he didn't say anything about one common BRICS currency, its future, or any details related to it, but he called for a new global financial architecture in which multipolarity and trade denominated in a variety of currencies would prevail. Ramaphosa spent a considerable amount of time discussing trade relations. He sees that as a priority and he pointed out that as they celebrate the 15th anniversary of BRICS, trade between BRICS countries totaled $762 billion in 2022, with the total direct investment in the BRICS countries now being four times greater than it used to be two decades ago. Africa is a continent of great opportunity in industrialization process in a variety of sectors. This continent is rich in the critical minerals that will drive business success in the 21st century. The continent has resources of lithium, vanadium, cobalt, platinum, palladium, nickel, copper, rare earth minerals, rhodium, and many others. And these are the minerals that are bound and are driving economic activity across the world. African countries have made it clear that the investors of choice are those who will come and invest in our continent, but also process the resources here close to source so that African countries do not export rock and sand but export finished products as we would like to do. What really stood out to me during his speech was the fact that the president of South Africa addressed one of the top concerns that I know many of you shared in your comments uh, previously. It has to do with transparency and the trustworthiness of the developing countries' governments. Ramaphosa said that the economic growth of BRICS countries, quote, must be underpinned by transparency as well as uh, be compatible with a multilateral trading system that supports a developmental agenda. Of course, it goes without saying that these financial changes are expected to be made possible via the new development bank as the main source of capital, as the main source of financing for infrastructure projects across the member states. Last but not least, the leader of China delivered his speech, primarily highlighting China's goal of moving to a new level of partnership between China and South Africa. He said that this is a, quote, turning point in history, and the goal is to pass their friendship to new generations. He addressed several concerns about the Chinese economy, and he also said, let's not pursue the role of a hegemon, but rather work together. Those were his words. So it really does seem that the BRICS bloc is taking a much more conservative and well-paced approach to a number of issues, including the introduction of the BRICS currency. This was a highly anticipated topic, um, but it is clear that the bloc is not at that point 
in their development yet. It is something on the horizon. It is something that they would like to uh, develop, but they are focusing on other priorities at this time. They said, let's develop trade, let's develop and strengthen our member countries, and let's focus on addressing our differences rather than confronting each other. So thank you for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you give it a like and consider sharing it with your network. Subscribe to my channel. As always, I would love to have you back for my next video. And make sure that you follow me on Substack as I will be posting more updates there about the BRICS Block Summit. And I will see you in my next one soon. Take care.